0: If you should look up at the stars tonight, remember that the sky belongs to all of us and that human experience for millennia has been to look up and wonder why. Today is the 52nd anniversary of humans walking on the moon for the first time and the 45th anniversary of the landing of Viking on Mars. July 20th should be remembered for these achievements, which were built on the work and imagination of countless members of our species throughout time. Anything else space-related today is a blip and a distraction. What does that have to do with Charlottesville community engagement? Nothing. Just that I'm your host, Sean Tubbs, and that's what I wanted to say. On today's edition of the program, some information from last night's Charlottesville City Council meeting, a quick update on what the Albemarle County Community Development Department has been up to, the number of new COVID-19 cases in Virginia hits a months-long high, And the Commonwealth of Virginia wants your input on future train service. In today's first Patreon-fueled shout-out, the Plant Northern Piedmont Natives Campaign is an initiative that wants you to grow native plants in yards, farms, public spaces, and gardens in the northern Piedmont. Native plants provide habitat, food sources for wildlife, ecosystem resiliency in the face of climate change, and clean water. Start at the Plant Northern Piedmont Natives Facebook page and tell them Lonnie Murray sent you. The pandemic is not over, and one set of facts to support that statement is reported daily by the Virginia Department of Health. Today, the agency reports another 721 new cases, the highest one-day total in the past several months. The seven-day average for new daily cases is 429, and the percent positivity is 3%. Once a week, the Virginia Department of Health updates a dashboard that breaks down cases by vaccination status. From June 1st through July 9th, 96.98% of the 7,486 new cases reported were in people who were not fully vaccinated. The rest are what are known as breakthrough cases. Last Friday, University of Virginia Health System Director of Hospital Epidemiology, Dr. Kosti Safri, said there is an uptick nationwide of rising COVID-19 cases.
1: We're seeing a steady climb. It's being driven in parts of the country that have, um, you know, two things. It's um, low vaccination rates and the Delta variant. um, and,
0: um, you know, that's that's uh, as we had predicted a month or a month and a half ago, uh, unfortunately. As of today, 53.2% of Virginians are fully vaccinated, with higher rates generally reported in metropolitan areas and lower ones in rural areas. For instance, Lee County at the southwestern tip of Virginia reports 29% of its residents as fully vaccinated whereas that number is 62.3% in Albemarle County. However, the number drops to 53.7% in Charlottesville. Reports are out today that a member of the House of Representatives from Louisiana, Steve Scalise, finally got vaccinated this past Sunday, citing concerns over the Delta variant of COVID-19.
1: The Delta variant is by and, you know, uh, far and away the most, um, you know, fit virus and the most dangerous virus that we've seen to date, but it doesn't mean that it's the end of the line. So, you know, new mutations could um, crop up in the Delta variant, or new um, you know types of variants could could um, develop elsewhere um, around the around the world, and um, um, that gives us a lot of concern.
0: Don't throw your mask away just yet. After years of planning and several studies, construction has begun on the Belmont Bridge. The city will not hold an official information session on the project until August 11th, but crews have begun grading land to the west of the bridge for a temporary parking lot. In June, the city issued a notice to proceed to the Caton Construction Group to implement a $23.7 million contract to replace the bridge with a completion date of January of 2024. The Virginia Department of Rail and Public Transportation has opened an online survey to seek feedback on the forthcoming statewide rail plan. The introduction to the feedback form states that the purpose is to study the feasibility of instituting cross-state intercity passenger rail service linking Hampton Roads, Richmond, and the New River Valley, also known as the Commonwealth Corridor. Participants are asked to rank their priorities, what they would consider as trade-offs, and what locations should be connected. For more information on the development of the statewide rail plan, visit a link in the newsletter. There's also a link to the survey. For another survey, Albemarle County is asking residents to report their broadband needs, particularly in areas that are not currently served. Firefly VA is a subsidiary of the Central Virginia Electric Cooperative that was formed to expand internet through public-private partnerships. They're looking to create a map for their Regional Internet Service Expansion Project, or RISE, and they want to plot out areas that only have satellite or cell phone internet, as well as areas served by internet that runs at less than 25 megabits per second. The findings will help prioritize the use of state and federal funding. Former Charlottesville Mayor Maurice Cox has been the Commissioner of Chicago's Department of Planning and Development since October of 2019. Earlier this month, the Chicago Sun-Times reported that Chicago has just created a design committee that will advise on approvals of major developments there. Cox served as Mayor of Charlottesville from 2002 to 2004 and was in that position when the City Council approved a major zoning update. Cox served in a similar position in Detroit before moving to Chicago. The Chicago Design Committee will examine projects that are in excess of 10 acres, are over 2,500 residential units, and high-rises over 80 feet tall. Meanwhile, life and land use changes have moved on in Charlottesville and Albemarle County. The Albemarle Planning Commission got an update from their Community Development Director at their meeting on July 6th. Jody Filardo became the director of that department in September of 2019.
2: Our primary focus day in and day out is on land use and the building of homes and commercial properties, which directly impact lifestyles. Where you live, work, and play and how you get there are all areas we think about and plan for every day.
0: That work is governed by a plan that is occasionally presented to the Board of Supervisors, who then give direction on what priorities should be undertaken. The last time that happened was this past May. Filardo said her department's staff shrunk by nearly 11% due to retirements and the freezing of several positions due to the county's cautionary approach to budgeting during the pandemic. Several of those have since been filled, such as an additional zoning compliance officer. Filardo reminded the commission that work on policy issues comes only as staff has capacity. Current policy projects that are underway include continued work to develop the Housing Albemarle Plan, a form-based code for the area around the intersection of US-29 and Rio Road, assistance with the Urban Rivanna Corridor Plan, and the Crozet Master Plan. The Board of Supervisors will get a look at the second phase of the county's stream health initiative tomorrow. One project not yet underway, but in the queue, is an update on the county's wireless policy. Albemarle will hire a consultant to do the work to update a policy that's been in place since December of 2000. Falardo said one need is to continue to boost capacity by hiring more staff and increasing efficiencies. As the county is
2: now increasingly urban, you and the community we support are asking for faster and more efficient services from community development.
0: Last September, the Board of Supervisors directed the department to move more swiftly on a plan to update the zoning code while concurrently reviewing parts of the comprehensive plan. Amelia McCulley is the Deputy Director of the Community Development Department.
2: The comp plan work is a high priority and will occur incrementally in phases. We identified zoning ordinance work that corresponds with the policy work and the comp plan so those intersecting efforts will align and be scheduled accordingly with work products in each phase.
0: This may seem obscure, but an update of the bureaucracy is intended to help increase the county's ability to help provide affordable housing. McCulley provided one example of what isn't currently working.
2: Our density bonus requirements are outdated and inconsistent between zoning districts. They're intended to provide a bonus for measures and improvements above and beyond ordinance requirements.
0: Perhaps related, a developer of a housing project between Burkmar Drive and Woodburn Road filed a site plan in 2019 that anticipated getting additional units on the site through a bonus density by making some of them qualify under the county's affordability regulations. However, staff later wrote to explain that no bonuses were allowed in the existing R6 zoning for that purpose. The original application had been for 71 single-family units with eight townhouse units that would be made through a bonus density, and other units would be granted through a tree preservation bonus. What's actually getting built is 52 units that will be sold on the open market with no affordability provisions. Another item worth noting for people interested in Albemarle land use is something called business process optimization that is underway to update all of the forms through which community members and businesses interact with the county government.
2: We are an urbanized county now. Yes, we have 95% of our county is as rural, but the demand for services from our county community really is uh, at a level that is similar to a fully urbanized county. And in order to accommodate that need for information and the data that we need to be able to make good decisions, we must have much better systems.
0: You can watch this whole discussion at the July 6th, 2021 meeting of the Albemarle Planning Commission. You're listening to Charlottesville Community Engagement. It's time now for the second Patreon fueled shout out. With the summer heat in full swing, your local energy nonprofit, LEAP, wants you and yours to keep cool. LEAP offers free home weatherization to income and age-qualifying residents. If you're age 60 or older or have an annual household income of less than $74,950, you may qualify for a free energy assessment and home energy improvements such as air sealing and insulation. Sign up today to lower your energy bills, increase comfort, and reduce energy waste at home. Finally today, a look of some of what happened last night at the Charlottesville City Council meeting. The consent agenda passed without any changes, meaning the city will move forward on spending about $830,000 in American Rescue Plan Act funding to cover the cost of providing $2,400 bonuses to school bus and transit drivers. Charlottesville Mayor Nakia Walker said she wants council to consider more bonuses for other city employees.
2: I just want to make sure that we are prioritizing, figuring out, um, you know, bonus or incentives for other city employees um,
0: also. This was the first meeting of council since three statues erected around 100 years ago were removed on July 10th. City Manager Chip Boyles gave this report.
1: Things went much uh, quicker and, and very um, quieter than we had anticipated, but it's it's always better to over prepare and not need it. Staff has continued to work, and we will we will update you as we progress on getting the the final resting places for those three statues. Uh, we'll be prioritizing the Sacagawea, Lewis, and Clark statue first.
0: That statue is currently being stored at the Lewis and Clark Exploratory Center in Dardentau Park. Boyles also introduced new deputy city manager Sam Sanders, who started work on July 12th, after his last job in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, as the head of a neighborhood development corporation.
1: Um, I'm trying to figure out how he started on the Monday after we had such a busy weekend, but uh, we'll we'll figure that out later.
0: However, Sanders did not speak to Council during the introductory portion. He and fellow Deputy City Manager Ashley Marshall will address the City's Housing Advisory Committee at their meeting at noon tomorrow. Council's work session on July 27th will be held on the budget development schedule for fiscal year 2023, as well as the resumption of the creation of a strategic plan. That effort was put on hold at the end of calendar year 2020. At the next regular meeting of the council, Boyles said the city will have a better idea of how much American Rescue Plan Act funding will be left after a shortfall in the fiscal year 2021 budget is plugged.
1: Of course, we finished the fiscal year on June 30th, and uh, we're starting to get better understanding of what these funds can and cannot be used for. We'll present that to you.
0: I'll have more from the city council meeting in a future installment of the program. Other events to catch up with in the next few shows will include a recent presentation to the Albemarle County Planning Commission on the redevelopment of the Southwood Mobile Home Park. Stay tuned! And that's it for this installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement. Thank you very much, and thanks for putting up with the very slight editorial comment I made at the beginning of the program. I do think that uh, looking up at the stars and uh, research into uh, how our solar system works is, is is crucially important, and it really does fulfill the work of our ancestors all the way going back uh, far And it's much more than just about one person. Um, And I think that's just, that's just, I'll just leave it at that. And I'll leave it there. Um, You know, all the things that I say at this point, you guys could probably just recite them yourselves at this point. So just close your eyes and imagine I'm saying the things that I always say at the end of this program. You know, you can subscribe if you like, pass it on to other people, stay dangerous. Okay, maybe that last part isn't what I usually say. Either way, I'm Sean Tubbs, and I'll be back uh, tomorrow with another installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement. Thanks for listening.